everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the Yinzers podcast, aka the Depressed Steelers Fangirl podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Morgan Erzo, here with my co-host, Samantha James and Jordan DeFigio. Uh, are we in the twilight zone? Did we just relive the Bengals all over again and their colors changed? Like, how are we feeling? Terrible. Like, I'm I'm not even going to try to find, like, a cute way to say it. I just feel so terrible. It was legitimately like a carbon copy of the Bengals game, but against a better team. Uh, <laughs> I was, mean. It was an embarrassment. It was hard I, to watch. I, today, this morning, was getting ready to study some film. Our friend Hunter, friend of the show, said, maybe consider stabbing your eyes with rusty spoons instead. And yeah. to be quite honest with you, that was the better option. Like, I, yeah. that's what I should have done. I wouldn't be here tonight with you guys, but like, it would At least you would never enjoyable. have to watch anything that horrific ever again. It would have been more enjoyable. Here's the yeah. thing. Like, we are entering, for a lot of Steelers fans, younger Steelers fans in particular, myself not so much, and I'm sure you guys remember some of the tough times, younger Steelers fans, like, I just threw my shoe across the room. I don't know how else to tell you to get ready. It's going to get rough. It's yep. going to be a cold winter in Pittsburgh. But let's jump right into the game recap and uh, we can discuss, you know, how frigid this <sighs> effing winter is about to be. So let's talk about the good because, as we all know, there was not much of it. Yeah. What did you guys be, like what, that you saw yesterday out of everything that was, you know, just so worth talking about? What did you like? Uh, um, Najee got his Arthur first Mol- touchdown. Oh, you could. Yeah. No, we're we're just like one of the two things. We're grasping at straws here. Like yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Najee got his first rushing touchdown and overall he he's just so strong. Like if we can get a supporting cast around him, he's going to be really good in, in He the is league. a bright light. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that he is something that is a breath of fresh air in a room of um decaying bodies. Yeah. A morgue. He's an infant zombies. Like a fresh newborn baby. The apocalypse. Sam, what were you gonna say? (laughs) I actually thought that Arthur Mullet looked really good yesterday. Like there was a couple plays that I saw him. Um one, it seemed like he I don't know if it was honestly just good timing or not, but he seemed to like disrupt one of Devontae Adams' routes. And then another one that I saw, or he had a good tackle too. And I was like, oh, okay, like it wasn't completely disappointed. And there, that was a bright spot. <laughs> How would yeah. you guys say the defense did uh, containing Devonte Adams? Devonte Adams was uh, uh, there. Were there were some re- there was real blown coverage in the secondary yeah. a couple times. Um, but overall, I felt like. And we'll get to this in the bad because that obviously there's more of it. But like I felt like they were more decimated on the ground than they were in the air. Like not that Aaron Rodgers had a bad game, but I was very surprised by the 
ease with which the Packers moved the ball with uh, uh, Aaron Jones and um, AJ Dillon. That was, I mean, not unexpected. Right. I I totally agree. And while I think that our defense is not the players who came back from missing last week, while I feel like they may not be at 100% right Mm now, um, looking at TJ specifically right now, uh, not that he did anything terrible. It's just he wasn't TJ. Uh, We really are feeling the loss of Tyson right now Uh, with Mm -hmm. that run, with the struggles against the run. We are really feeling uh, how crucial he is to this defense, to this team. Yeah. So sucks to see. Um, what about the O-line? Did you like anything you saw on the O-line? Uh, it wasn't, wasn't as bad as last week. Yeah. Yeah. They were could only it moderately bad. Worse. It could but have been worse. Yes. Could yes. it have been worse than last week? Like, no, was that point. possible? Yeah. No. Because is this really a good thing or was it just inevitable? <laughs> yeah, I think they hit their floor and yeah. we've seen them at their absolute biggest shit show. So it I I think that it was only bound to it was only a matter of time before they inevitably sucked less. And I'm trying to be very uh purposeful with the adjectives I'm using because they still weren't good. They just weren't as bad. They were less ass trash than last week. Exactly. Yes. They were. That's the scale we're using. They were not assless trash, but um, somewhere between. Like all those ass trash shirts that we have in the Yinzer shop. I never thought we would need one to say the Steelers are ass trash, but we do. Mine is ass trash. You know, all of it, all of the above. Everyone but Najee is ass trash. Yeah. Which is heartbreaking. It is. It is. Um, Let's move right on while we're talking about ass trash, our signature (laughs) slogan, Um, the bad. Let's talk first. about the elephant in the room, our favorite elephant of all the elephants, Ben. What was up with him? And and it wasn't just his body physically. I was saying it all game. He he looks mentally lost. He looks so disoriented every time he he gets on the field. He's not reading the defenses. It's so bizarre to me. And okay, let's talk about before we talk about Ben, his deficiencies yesterday. Let's talk about Charlie Batch today because Charlie Mm. came out and said the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Matt Canada have taken away Ben's ability to call audibles at the line of scrimmage. We saw evidence of this, mm-hmm. direct evidence of this, because there was the, the play where Juju tried to extend where there was no absolutely no way he was going to get the first down. He was five oh, yards back. Oh, my God. But that angel man tried to extend and get the first down. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay was very clearly showing signs of zone defense, very clearly. The CBs were lined up at the sideline, dead giveaway zone. We run a play that is that is only successful in man coverage. Ben sees these CBs line up. He sees where the defense, where the defenders are lined up 
how the scheme looks. And he is able at that time normally to call an audible and say, hey, this play that Canada wants us running right now ain't going to fly with what I'm reading with this defense. And he didn't do that. And listen, Ben's 37. He's not mentally inept. Right. I think Charlie is exactly right. And Ben has been somewhat handcuffed in his ability to call audibles and change the play at the line of scrimmage. What do you guys think? I, I mean, I wouldn't dispute that because looking at some of the plays, I mean, he, he visibly looks frustrated. The receivers look frustrated. I mean, you can't throw a ball to a receiver and expect him to break that many tackles. It, it's just not possible. They're all frustrated watching it. And it's, it's, it's got to be a very uncomfortable situation for all of them to be in. I just don't know how you rectify it because what what we're seeing now, and I'm going to take it the philosophical approach and like a 30,000 foot view. Ben has, ben has grown tremendously as a person since he got drafted by the team. Uh, he, he is so different now than he was then. And I think that he really has more humble and grounded and I think that that makes him a really good leader in a lot of ways and the kind of antithesis to who Aaron Rodgers is where he just kind of if he doesn't like something he's very vocal about it and makes it known and is kind of a diva however I feel like in this instance with the fresh offensive coordinator, um, this disconnect between what the offense is capable of and the way that they're running plays, like Ben could probably stand to take on a little bit more of a diva mentality mm -hmm. because he knows what he, he has such a good understanding of the game. And if that is the case where he's being handcuffed, so obviously Tomlin isn't speaking Speak up. up. Canada's yes. not doing anything. It's yes. like Ben needs to take, he needs to take the reins and be like, no, stop it. This is turn the headset my offense. Off. It's my offense. Yeah. Just Matt Canada it. is up in the box. Turn the yep. headset off. If this is actually what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. And Ben is told you may not call audibles at the line. First of all, first of all, is he actually like, if that's the case, and Ben looks at a defense and he's able, maybe we're overestimating him because if he's maybe. able to see, hey, they're, they're clearly in zone. This play we're about to run is not going to work. We're not going to make this. And this is a must. Like, we have to get this first down right here. It's do or die. Is Ben really saying, well, oops, I'm not allowed. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I'm not allowed. Like, that seems a little bit extreme. So, like, while I understand and can see Charlie's point and say, yeah, maybe. Like, and maybe Ben's just trying not to piss anyone off, be a team player, because everyone likes to say Ben's not a team guy. Yeah. You know, I don't, right. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of the two. Maybe he's trying to expose Matt Canada. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is, as far as when it comes to understanding – this game mm -hmm. is one of the oldest in it. 
He's been doing it for the longest out of almost anyone. Mm -hmm. You would think that he could look at that defense and read it a little better than he is. But he's missing guys wide open. He's missing reads. Fryermuth yesterday. That that one makes me sick. Wide open down the seam. Didn't Mm -hmm. even see him. Didn't even. Completely looking this way. Right. And so. I mean, I saw the dumbest tweet ever yesterday, which was somebody saying, I can only follow on GameCast, but is Ben purposely throwing these games? Like, no dipshit. He's so not. Dumb. But I almost, like, like, what else makes sense? I'm not saying he is. I am i don't think he is. But, like, it feels like that almost. But when, yeah, so when there's Ben disconnect, it's like, exactly. what other explanation is there? Exactly. Ugh. Like we're trying to make sense of this and cerebrally it does not. It does not compute. Yeah. I can't. None of it makes sense. It's just really, really frustrating to watch, especially yes. after last week. Like I was expecting some adjustments and while the mm-hmm. O-line did not look as bad, there was, which again, is the floor now just so low that right. we think they look good or better. And, and let's, and how frustrating was it for them to come out and score first thing? Oh mm-hmm. my God. I was like, fine. Here we go. Like, this is it. This is how our team comes together. It's going to be so poetic and beautiful and just shit the bed after that. And for Matt Canada to come out before this game and say, we're not changing anything. I'm just going to keep doing us. How arrogant. How totally out of touch and stupid is that? Exactly. Pro- uh, and then he not, did it. What, what's the and point? And then he did what's it. The benefit? <laughs> and then he, he did yeah. it. Guys, it at least he's a man show. of his word. At oh least he's God. a man of his word. I tweeted I, that and I was like, that's the only thing Matt Canada has going for him now is he didn't lie to us. Yeah, he's honest. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got, Matt. I am going to say, yes, there is a lot of blame to go around again. Yes, there is. Less so on the offensive line this week, maybe marginally. Mm-hmm. More so on Ben, maybe marginally. Two big throws to Juju. He should yeah. he overthrew Juju on that should have been a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. And Juju took mm-hmm. the entire blame, carried that on his shoulders, and is suffering today because of it. Like that man will take all of the blame for everything because that's the kind of player and teammate that he is. Yeah. But and- realistically, any of us who watch that game and aren't haters of a specific wide receiver know. That that was on Ben. Mm-hmm. And, even, okay, even put another wide receiver. Say it was Deontay Johnson. No wide receiver is going to come out and say, oh, it's Ben. Because you know what? The media is going to say, oh, look, another Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, yep. that's that. It's a diva mentality. Exactly that's right. exactly what it's going to come back to. And 
Juju's I mean, smart for taking the high road and saying, you know what, it's all on me and I have to do better. Yeah. And that is what it is. I mean, seeing him on the sideline throwing the iPad was like gut wrenching. Yeah. Because you know he would, you know, he's a, that's upsetting. It's an upsetting play. And he knows how Pittsburgh media is mm-hmm. and how that's going to get spun and how it did get yeah. spun because we all saw on Twitter how many people wanted to say, AB would have made that catch. AB would have laid out for it. Or the video that they quote tweeted saying that yeah. him saying, oh, Ben's, it's all Ben's fault or it's whatever. Awesome. You guys know which video I'm talking they, about. Trying to lip sync yeah. They were it. trying to read his lips. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a like, Ben problem is what they thought he said. That's what it was. Yeah. You can, again, it's like, it's bad lip reading, right? Like you could mm-hmm. make him have said anything. Right. Your mom's a hoe. Oh, you just said your mom's a hoe on the yeah. sideline. Your mom sucks. <laughs> but now, just, at least now people can't say that he doesn't care because he very obviously I'm does I'm shocked care. that anyone yeah. has ever said that about him. He's, he shows that he cares. It's, like, he's an emotional player. It is yeah, what it yeah. is. Like, yeah. we know Juju gives a gives a shit. So I'm not yeah, worried about that. Shit, but I would say. More than you don't, many, you don't yeah. stay for shit. less money unless you give a shit. You just, you just right. don't. I just hope he isn't regretting staying for less money. I know that makes me nervous. I'm sorry, but he's got to be. Wouldn't you be? Because the only thing that this, the first four games of this season have done, the only thing they've done is drive down his market value. Mm -hmm. Because he's not seeing the ball. Right. It It is the only thing that that's done. He's not, when he's getting, when he is getting looks, they're being overthrown. They're being underthrown. It's the same thing. I had this thought today with Pat Firemuth. It's like, I think he's a phenomenal player and he's great, but 11 targets in four games, what are we doing? That's unacceptable. He's a second round draft pick. And Mm -hmm. every single time he has gotten the ball, he has been Mm -hmm. rock solid. Right. Like Mm -hmm. This is a guy we're looking at comparatively to another tight end on our team and we're saying okay we can count on you like we can rely Mm -hmm. on you ben has been vocal let's get him the ball okay ben then when he's wide open down the seam get him the effing ball yeah Yeah. like there's just gross misuse of personnel on offense from top to bottom it i and it's it's, it oh yes. yes and you also have to wonder if ben's not calling audibles at the line of scrimmage and we have the wrong personnel on the field then how much of this actually is Matt Canada? More so than anything else we want it to be. More mm-hmm. so than the line. More so than, you know, our offensive weapons. More so than Ben. How much of it actually is Matt Canada not putting the right personnel on the field, not making the right play calls with the personnel we have on the field? And how much of it is Mike Tomlin for not being more persistent and overriding it? Yeah. That's our next question. How culpable at this point at one and three is Mike Tomlin? I mean, it starts from the top. Yeah. I I mean, and people are going to go, Tomlin's never had a losing season. And that's true. And it doesn't have to be here or there. Mike Tomlin has been a great coach. But at this point, when your team's one and three and you're choosing, to do the same things over and over and over again. What are we doing? Right. And you're letting your offensive coordinator go out and say, 
yeah, we've looked like ass trash the last two games, but we're just going to keep doing it. We're not going to change Someone anything. needs to, if you ask me, someone needs to check Matt Canada. The mm -hmm. failure that Mike Tomlin has made so far this season is not doing so. No. Yeah. Yep. No. And it's uh, yeah. it just unacceptable to, it is. to look at the performance that's being put out there by everybody each week and say, we have faith in our guys. Like, okay, gr great, but you shouldn't. They're not giving like, you any reason to have faith in them because they are sucking. They aren't right. playing well. So at least acknowledge it and say like something, anything that would indicate we know that changes need to be made. Also, like kick everybody to the curb. Yeah, and don't feed us, oh, we put all the right guys around Ben. This is yeah. his last year. We're all in. Okay. Garbage. That, it, it certainly doesn't look like that. Ben mm. looks frustrated as hell. And if it, if this does fall to what Charlie Batch is saying and he's not allowed to steer from anything, then what are mm. – I'm going to say that word very soon. But That's okay. I already <laughs> have. It's already an X-rated episode. Oh, like what are we doing? Here's the thing. Mike Tomlin is not one to come out and say anything that will give anything away. But it makes mm -hmm. you wonder when he says, we have faith in our guys. We are going to keep doing the same thing. We're on the right trajectory. Trust the process. Whatever. It makes you wonder, do you really have faith in your guys? Or or is this a job security thing? And you're saying mm -hmm. it's there. We have faith because we know the players they can be because we put them there. They're not right. executed. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat. He's not. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's not right. on the hot seat. He's not going anywhere. Unfortunately, Matt Canada isn't either. And I'm not sure that I want Matt Canada in regardless of who the quarterback is. Because if you are unable to adapt to your specific quarterback because you specialize in a certain offense, then you have no business being the offensive coordinator of a team that has a quarterback that you can't adapt to. Right. Yeah. Like you are on, you are the offensive coordinator of Ben Roethlisberger's team. It is not the, op the other way around. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is not your quarterback. It's the other way around. Yeah. You so, came into this show late, buddy. Like, exactly. Like you knew no what you were getting proven into. NFL track record. So oh. throw that out there too. Cause you exactly. know, we only hire within the organization. Oh, I did not want him to get this job. <laughs> it's you just seemed like you're riling like, her up again. Pep Hamilton was right there. Pep Hamilton was right oh. there. It's so hard to talk about this. I knew yesterday I was like, please don't make me do this. Please don't make me relive this game. Right. Okay. So let's move on to another thing that was so terrible yesterday, but not really our fault. That offsides call on Joe Hayden swung the entire momentum of the game. Yep. Negated yep. a big play from Minka. So mm -hmm. uh, how do we feel about that? I got, uh, I got suspended from Twitter once for telling NFL officiating to go play in traffic. I stand by that statement. Yeah. Fuck NFL officiating. Um, there it is. They they should be fined. You they should be they should be reviewed and fined like players are. If that's why yep. are they not like? Is there no repercussion no. for their no no? 
I think they're somebody said yesterday that they're like graded before they go into the season and maybe throughout, and that has something to do with like, if they're like eligible for the next season. But I mean, I've seen some pretty horrible play calling and the refs still on the field the following season. So I'm not really it's sure how bad you have to be at your job. There's no accountability whatsoever. And granted, like I'm I'm not gonna make the argument that that lost the Steelers the game because if you can't recover from that right. kind of a momentum shift, of course. then you 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 know that just happens regardless. However, however, it did shift the course of the game and the fact that that like you can review basically anything else like why in the world when it's that clear cut and then you have gene up in new york reviewing it and saying to not all of sides. us watching on not television offsides. that's not offsides then there should be some way to retract it and walk Great. back on it and the, oh it just especially because when you're looking at a play like that it really did affect the outcome of the game. It really mm -hmm, did. It did. It's like the PI on Joe Hayden in the Saints game affected the yeah. outcome of the game of this season. Yep. So, like, let's not act like these officials making these game changing calls should be getting off scot free and, oh, it is what it is. You have to be able to make up for the deficiencies at, at the referee position. Like, no, no. You are no. do you are a referee at the highest level, just like these mm -hmm. players are right. NFL players. They are playing elite. They are the elite mm -hmm. of the elite at right. what they do. So are you. So mm -hmm. be better. Be better. Be better yeah. at your job or bye. I don't understand. Yeah. I think lie. yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There should be re repercussions. Okay. You make a horrible play call, you're suspended for a game without right. pay, like without players pay. are. Or yes. you're fine. And then guess what? You're probably going to make less horrible play calls. Yeah. Yeah. And let's tack yeah. a number. Let's tack a number on like, okay, um, however much like every call, like if you if you call someone offsides and they weren't offsides, that's a $30,000 fine or however right. much. I don't know. Yeah. Refs make a good yeah. amount of money. They could make they a do. chunk of change. And so they do. whatever, tack a number on every single on PIs. Mm -hmm. on false starts, illegal formations, all of it. Roughing the passer. Taunting, taunting. <laughs> and let's just see. Holding. Let's see how many yep. of these calls they think twice about before throwing that stupid yellow flag. Like, yeah, let's do that, NFL. Let's get on that. Because if we're going like to players, if we're going to suspend the players, let's do the same for the other side. Let's eat, yeah. level the playing field a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right. 100%. Oh, God. Sack streak began again, guys. <sighs> Only 75 more games to go. <laughs> Ooh, let's go. Yay. Mm. We can At least we locked TJ down for a considerable amount of that time. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, guys. It was another embarrassing loss on bad. the road. There's not much more we can say. Is there any hope of recovering this season? Can we be redeemed? If, if the tone of, of the press conferences was different than it currently is, if there was any level of concern or 
even just like a, a little smidge of panic, like just a smattering of it. Now, it doesn't have to be a ton. I would I would be more inclined to say just a yes. Smattering. Just hope. salt base, some concern on the exactly just, just a little sprinkle. bit. Yep, some jimmies like, on top. I, I, do, I don't see that though. And that is what makes me feel like they they really they're not just saying that all in. to say it. They believe that this team can be good the w- with the trajectory that they're currently on. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to make any changes. I don't think they're going to try to do anything. I would have so much more faith in the remainder of the season. All Mike Tomlin would have to do would be come out on Tuesday and be like, we're making some changes. Something, Something's changing. Something's got to yeah. change. Yeah. I, you know, do a Tomlinism. The, you know the definition of insanity. I don't have to tell you. Next. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, some, come up with something that we can all put on a t-shirt mm-hmm. that's going to, like, mark the turning point of this season. But yeah. tell me something. Tell me change is coming. Like. Give us hope. I feel we like I'm campaigning yet. for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, gosh. that's that's the hardest part is because, yeah, last week's press conference clearly translated to this week's game. So I don't know what to expect at this point anymore. And it is it's very frustrating. To and see exhausting. such little adjustment mm-hmm. is the reason I'm going to say, no, I don't think that this season gets much better than this. Yeah. I see so much potential in a lot of things aspects of this team. I do. I think that we are very strong at some positions. Unfortunately, the complementary positions that help those positions to be strong are weak. Mm-hmm. We can't have a good receiving game, running game, passing game without a great offensive line or a good offensive mm-hmm. line or a decent offensive line. Average. I would have, take average at this point. We don't have any of those. So like, of course the offense is stagnant. Of course, when the personnel on the field is not matching the plays that need to happen, the play calling, the the calls, like nothing, it's a mismatch. It's a big, fat, Matt Canada mismatch. My God. It's like, oh God, it's like trying to put like dog turds on ice cream and calling it a hot fudge sundae like this is the second episode in a row we've mentioned turds so <laughs> oh turd streak watch it oh, <laughs> two episodes oh my god Wait, if this season continues on this trajectory we will we'll be, be mentioning turds a whole lot <laughs> the whole we will have a new streak going for sure we'll set a record I promise. Um, all right, let's look forward to next week. I mean, do we want to look forward to it? No. Do we want to just no? Sleep? I don't. I, I want to. I want it to be our five week through it. I yeah. just want it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> End the season now. One and three. Want it to call be over. It. All right, next week we are at home against Denver. Denver's pretty good this year, guys. Yeah, they are. F it all. Of course they are. Um, <laughs> I Jerry Judy is so good. Um, you look at know. Denver and you look at like even their special teams, like Deontay yeah. Spencer. Yeah. And we let him go. Why? I'm gonna say the one who? that got away. Hmm. Wasn't it yeah. Ryan Switzer? 
It was for Ryan Switzer. So yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> At least we <laughs> got rid of him. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little worried uh, about Denver. I'm not going to lie to you, but there's not same. one single team in this entire league, guys, that I'm not worried about right now. Yeah, Jacksonville uh, could, could come in. I was the just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Jets I mean, beat the Titans, so that was the worst game, and it took so, so long. I just wanted it to end. Yeah. <laughs> the the mantra for yesterday. Make overall, it stop. Make it stop, new, guys. New slogan, Yinzers, make it make stop. Make it stop. We're putting Please that on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> Guys, we'll put it on a shirt. It'll be in the store tomorrow. Check it out. All right, let's wrap this thing up before we get to uh, delirious. Before I have a hernia. Yeah. Guys, the commercials are right. Depression hurts. Thank you so much, uh, Steeler Nation, for joining us. Um, as always, it has been real <laughs> it's been it's real been interesting real <laughs> uh, thoughts and prayers from us too yeah. and please give your thoughts and prayers to us as well um and and be sure to follow us on twitter at yinzers and on instagram at yinzers official don't forget to subscribe so we can kick it with you every tuesday we'll see you next week for another episode of yinzers <laughs> <laughs>